Welcome to the Sales and Marketing Summit. Today, we have Kyle Costco, Chief People Person at Lesion Logistics. Hi, Kyle. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm not doing too bad today. So you're the Chief People Person at Legion Logistics, meaning that you have everything from hiring people, making the culture uh, consistent and everything like that. What has been some of like best challenges you guys have overcome in the last year, year and a half as basically entire company cultures and like, you know, your day to day has completely changed. Yeah. So my position was actually created um, in part with COVID and then in part with a new structure in the organization. So I was actually at Legion for about three years and I stepped away to take a director of marketing role um, in the construction industry and Throughout COVID, um, Legion was um, struggling to connect with their remote people. Um, and then we're also in a growth stage where they needed to add additional people uh, to the company. Um, and navigating through all of that created this chief people person position. Um, and, they, and we always kept a good relationship. Um, and they asked me to come back in this new role. And I was really excited about it because I got to kind of rebuild the culture in a new way with the new norm, um, get get people um, in these growth positions that were really going to help take Legion to the next level, and then do some minor rebranding uh, to reposition ourselves um, in the logistics uh, industry, specifically the 3PL world, where a lot of people are fighting for the same talent. So uh, I guess you're the living, walking example of don't leave a company on bad terms um, because you just come back. Yeah, we, we, we had, we've had dinner throughout the two years that I was gone and everything and um, thought the CEO and the president were, were like friends to me. And uh, I, was, I was really excited to come back, but I needed to step away to kind of grow a little bit more professionally and at a higher level uh, so that I can come back at this elevated position. So you just mentioned that you and like the president and the CEO and everyone were friends, went to dinner. Um, is that something that carries on to other levels of um, employees in the organization? Like not everyone obviously is going to be having dinner with the CEO every night, but is that like a, is that kind of what you've started fostering in this culture that you have? Yeah, actually. So our CEO um, bought out the president because she wanted to um, do another startup. And now that he's 100% CEO, we've even changed it a little bit more to where he's on the floor interacting with people. Myself and uh, Tony, who is the CEO, we block out about an hour a day to where we are just walking around and, and talking to people and, and just really just making up random conversations that don't have anything to do with work. Um, is, it, is it distracting for that person for a few seconds? Yes, but does it go a long way to make them more invested in the company with having uh, executive leadership on the floor asking if they ha need any help with anything um, and stuff like that? It just has gone a long way to the culture that we're, we're creating. Oh, I bet that had to be absolutely amazing. Like, you know, not, 
I can't tell you how many times I've sat in an office and I was like, is that the CEO? Like, I don't know. Um, but that has to be like kind of cool to know that like, oh yeah, like not just my boss, but like my boss's boss knows like my kid's name, the hobbies I'm into, like my favorite sports team, other things like that. Like that has to go a long way. And I'm sure everybody kind of appreciates it. Even if they're just like, oh, I lose 10 minutes of my day. Like I would have lost 10 minutes talking to Johnny sitting next to me, but this way I get to talk to somebody else that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's one of uh, a few things that I'm sure we'll talk about at, later on. Um, we've just done a lot of different things to have a good pulse on the office and, and see if, if people are ready for, for new opportunities within the company. And um, if there's something that they're struggling with, that is just something that needs to be retrained and, and stuff like that to, to make everybody happier. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good way. Uh, what do you uh, guys do to mostly focus on your employee satisfaction? Like obviously walking around, um, getting, a, getting talked to people every day, like that's going to go a long way. Um, some people do like the surveys that you can fill out. Um, so what do you guys do? Like if someone's like, oh, I wish we had Diet Coke in the break room instead of Pepsi. Um, what are some of the things that you guys do to kind of gauge your employee satisfaction and then make sure that it's staying high so you guys don't have a mass exodus of people? Yeah. So on a quarterly basis, we do NPS scores, and that's just as simple as a one-question survey on if they would recommend um, Legion to to friends or, or family. Um, and that gives me a really good idea on do we have detractors? Is everybody passive? Or do we have just everybody who is a promoter? Um, and our average is well above the, the industry standard, but um, it's even changed from one quarter to the next where we kind of know where the, where the pain points are because after the NPS score, um, we also send out one other survey. So two questions a quarter, something that we're going to have 100% response rates with. Um, the other thing is, um, what would you change about Legion? Because we, we hear all the positives all the time. So we really don't need to have them boost, boost us even more. Um, so we always have them just pick one thing that they would change. Um, and then once we get that information from our staff, um, I meet with every single employee in the company, even the executive team one-on-one -on -one, uh, for 30 to 60 minutes for a, a monthly check-in. Um, and that's where I have a bit of an agenda, but then I leave it up to them for like the other half of it. Um, and we just talk about things that are going on in their personal life, uh, but then also in their professional life. Like, do they feel like they're kind of stuck in, in one spot forever? Uh, do they like being, do they want to be stuck in the same position forever? Because that's what's comfortable for them and they don't have aspirations to, to move on into a higher level position. Uh, and then if they do want to move into a higher level position and we don't think they're ready for it yet, then we put in uh, some training in place to make them start acquiring those skills that they need to move into the next level um, of the career path that's in our organizational chart. So when someone comes to you um, and says like, oh, I want to be a director and right now they might only be like maybe a supervisor. What are some of those? Um, do you guys have like a like a progression chart for everyone in the company, regardless of where they are. So you could go from janitor to CEO in theory. Um, and then what also do you do when someone's like, I'm frustrated, I want to get, I want to move up, I want to like get some career pro 
progression going, but you guys might not have any open positions at that time. Do you kind of start giving them some opportunities or do you, excuse me, do you start creating um, the positions for them? Yeah. As, as far as the career growth, um, we actually, any type of position that we have posted, it is an internal position first. So the, the first two weeks of the position being posted always is internal only. And then we interview everybody, have honest conversations with everybody. Uh, yes, there's a high percentage that do get promoted from within because they know our unique way of doing things in the industry. But we also do hire externally if uh, maybe one person, maybe two people apply, one person has been here long enough and is trained and uh, is the right person to move on. And maybe the other person is still being considered, but they just are on track to get promoted a couple months later. So then we open it up to external candidates where we have a different interview process and training process um, for that position to, to go that route. And then if there isn't an opening, which, which happens at any company, um, we have conversations about what they're passionate about, what aspects of this next um, job uh, are they interested in that they aren't currently doing. And we see if there's responsibilities within the company that they can either start doing or start getting trained on without jumping into that position that's not available yet so that they are further along when that position does come around, um, that they would be able to hit the ground running um, versus just having to wait for the next opportunity. And then they're starting to get frustrated um, in their current spot, whereas now they're doing the job that, that's available, but they're also uh, preparing themselves. And it's basically like continued education without going back to college. I really like that. Cause it's kind of like, instead of saying not right now, it's like not right now, but here's what we can do to make it a yes next time. It's not just like, Oh, good luck. We'll give you some extra opportunities. Um, it's just kind of like you guys are actually putting your money where your mouth is and saying like, yep, here you go. This is what you need to do. Here's some actionable things that you can do. Um, cause everyone, I, I don't know. I feel like feedback of like, now, like this isn't hundred percent great yet, but here's what you can do to make it there. I feel like that goes a long way with people compared to just like, nah, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. And being, and being a part of being the HR person for the company, as well as the recruiter and everything like I know these people, I know all of our employees from the second they even think about joining Legion to onboarding them and doing one-on-ones with them. So, I mean, I know them just as well as their friends to an extent. So like, even when difficult conversations need to be had, it's very, it's able to be transparent and not get taken the wrong way or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, people would rather you be transparent than say, oh yeah, you're going to get moved into X position in one month. And then it ends up happening six months from now. And they're very upset because uh, you were trying to, to fudge it just so that you keep them happy. Whereas if you were transparent with them, they would have been way happier than the other out- outcomes. Um, so you said that you're also the HR and the recruiting person. Um, so there's no secret right now that literally it's the great resignation. Everyone is relocating, getting a new job or doing whatever. Um, how have you guys gotten creative in making sure that you're finding the right candidates and the candidates that are best for you guys? Because there's there's a lot out there, but also like the, the good ones go like that. So you got to have to be on it. So how do you know 
quickly if someone's going to be a good fit for you guys or if maybe you should just hang on and see what's next. Yeah, so I handle every step of the interview process. And the big thing to me, which comes back to my marketing um, background and salesy background, is that communication needs to be consistent all the way through. There can't be like a disconnect or like dragging your feet to talk to the candidate that you are interested in. So I always tell candidates, yes, we might, this position might technically start four or six weeks from now, but I could promise you that whether we want to proceed or we don't want to proceed, I can get you through this process in one to two weeks. The start date's still going to stay the same, but I'm committed to getting you through this process with the hiring manager and the, the final interview team within, within a two-week window um, because we just have, and it's a four-step process, just like most other companies, if not a little bit more than other companies, but uh, I have the executive team committed to making recruiting um, and relationships with people the top priority because it has resulted in um, our days to fill being about 25 days for every position with sometimes three positions at the same time. So what's one of the things that makes a job candidate attractive to your company? Is it the experience, their personality, how well they'll fit in at Legion? Um, what kind of makes you stop and go, hold on a second, I want to call this person? Yeah, uh, with, without getting into too many details, we actually value um, the culture fit way more than industry experience because uh, with how different we do things uh, in the logistics world, um, we find it better to have a fresh perspective who's open to doing things the way that our training um, is based around versus having, let's have somebody who's a great culture fit that's easy to teach and has a lot of different experiences that are transferable versus this person's been in logistics for 15 years. They're a slam dunk just because of uh, how much experience they have. So we lean towards um, somebody who. Uh, has owner takes ownership, always bought in, never satisfied, um, team over personal and relationship driven. And those are kind of our core values. And then really they just have to have transfer, transferable skills because nothing in logistics is rocket science. It's just a matter of, it's a, it's a people industry. There's a lot of trust that needs to be had in um, logistics, which results in the relationship driven uh, side of things and customer service. So uh, transferable skills, uh, hits our core values, and that usually transfers into to great results for us um, going through the four interview processes for us to just really make sure uh, that we have the right candidate that's a, a long-term solution and not just a placeholder. I have found that a lot of people really prefer to kind of take someone that has no industry experience because everyone has their own way of doing things. Like, I mean, like you said, logistics isn't rocket science, but every company kind of has their own um, way of doing things, way they like to do things, their whole brand, which is, you know, the thing that sets everyone apart. Um, but I have definitely found that those who kind of invest in the training and making sure that like, okay, like Susie might've come from retail, but she has amazing customer service skills and can talk anybody's ears off. So she's going to do a lot better than someone who just, you know, has a great book of business and can just hit the ground running. Um, because they're willing to learn, they're willing to do things, and they're willing just to ask those questions and go like, how do I do this again? Or what's the right way to do this? Um, so I think that's kind of cool that you guys have really leaned into that approach. Um, do you guys have like a 
like a, um, cause I know some companies have like a, oh, we have this five new people. So we have like a boot camp that they go through. Do you guys do something similar with that? Or is it just kind of more one-on-one training with people, um, in the positions that they'll be in? Um, with how, with how different we are from the, t- the, the typical three PL, um, yes, we hire a couple people, but it's not always at the same time. Uh, I would say a lot of classes we've had, ju- we've hired just one at a time just to make sure it's the the right fit and to make sure they do get the the best training because with being, with having 30 employees, we've doubled in size and in 2021, it's been all about growing strategically. Um, and just because we're doing really well, we don't want to add 20 people at once and then throw them through a, a boot camp that um, it basically determines which ones are we? Which ones are really going to make it, and which ones probably aren't going to make it past? So, um, typically, we hire like one at a time. Uh, recently, now that our training is really rolling, and we really have a lot of people in place that can take on training uh, functions uh, from a leadership perspective. Now we've kind of hired two to three at a time, so that they have somebody. A new person has somebody. Uh, that that is also new so they can bounce ideas off of each other and um, just kind of train through the process together. Um, so I have one really, I have one last question for you. What is the most creative way that someone has gotten like an application or a resume or what's something that someone has like presented themselves to you and been like, huh, that's a first, but like in a positive way? I would say the most interesting way would probably be one of our interns who um, he, he showed up to a career fair and he said, when am I starting? I said, when are you starting what? And he said, the job. And it made me laugh and it let my guard down a little bit because typically uh, you try not to be too... Uh, loose with with college students at the career fair until you have the chance to interview him and stuff. And he he made me laugh right off the bat, um, and it set him apart. Yes, he had a really good interview after that, um, but I think getting me to laugh right off the bat, which is a very hard thing to do when when you don't know me, um, it, it instantly set him apart from some of the other interns. Um, and he was somebody who interned with us two or three times. And then he got offered a full-time position. And then two promotions later, uh, he's been here for about five years now um, and has, has been doing really well. And logistics has been just a great industry um, for him and, and his life. That is like, that guy has to have just like a, a, a pair on him, man. Like just to walk in and be like, when, when, when do I start? Where's my desk? What do I have? Um, that's, that's good. Good on him. Good on him. Um, but thank you so much for sitting with us today. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, where can everybody find you if they want to reach out to you, talk to you? Um, you have any social medias that you want to share? Yeah, uh, they can find us at jointhelegion.com. Uh, and that's where all of our uh, career openings are. And then I can be followed at Costco, at Costco Kyle on, on Twitter. Uh, so K-O-S-C-O and then K-Y-L-E. Does anyone ever ask you if you're, um, when they when you say Costco, do they think you're like the Costco warehouses? Yes. And and I and I say, um, I, I probably would be working for Costco at this point in my career if I, if I was a, an owner of it or a son of an owner. Uh, but yes, I hear it all the time. And Costco is really big in, in Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati. So 
That's a frequently asked question. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again for being with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me.